Yo, yo. What up? Hi, Abe. Base, I'd like to thank you for all the hard work you did during the Tom Petty situation. I was on it minute by minute, blow by blow. He would not back down. The best was when you said, now it's official. Like, like people, like who do you think was actually waiting for you to tell them that Tom Petty died? Like, for, first, you, did you report that he died earlier when he was still alive? I did not. I did not report that. But you were reporting, you, you were reporting something, right? No, I just reported that he was, uh, I just reported that he was still alive. You put that on Facebook though or no? No, I didn't touch Facebook until it was, until it was good to go. Well then why did you say, well now it's official? Because I wanted to be the person that actually told everybody. Because <laughs> everybody jumped the gun. It's not, it's not often you get to be first on a story like that. But who do you think is going through your page to like, God, I wonder what's going on with Tom Petty. I better check Bass's Facebook page. That's not, dude, that, okay, we know that's not how Facebook works. Nobody's checking on my page daily for my information. If they are, then I'm very sorry all you're seeing are pictures of my son and me eating omelets at week. <laughs> but do you think anyone actually got the news from you? They did. Actually, somebody wrote that they were waiting for me to, uh, they, she said, the one lady wrote that, uh, she, what did she say? She goes, I, I, I always find out these things first from you. Wow, you're like Harvey Levin. Harvey Levin wishes. <laughs> but do you really it was think... a weird day. Well, I mean, I work, I work for a radio station that plays a lot of Tom Petty, and I was told to get a tribute, you know, ready, because they, they thought he had died already. So I made the tribute and within 10 minutes, and then before I put it on the air, I was told to scale it back. He was still alive. So by that time, you, you Ryan, and Sam were going on and on about Oh my God, I'm going to miss him so much. And you started <laughs> texting. Oh my God, here's a video I found of him on 60 Minutes eight years ago. He really rocked. I don't and think I said that. You posted a, no. Even today you posted a video like, Oh my God, I just found a random video of when I saw him this summer. Mm, let me let me read exactly because I don't. That's not exactly how it went down. Let me let me go ahead and read the the text verbatim from what? our little thread here because I didn't say he rocks. What <laughs> the truth? Set you free, my All friend. All right, so I with that with that let's see that article I sent or that that interview I said this is a good interview, pretty short too, and that was it. Dude, okay, <laughs> I didn't even post anything until he died. And all no, I no, was, I'm talking about I'm talking about our text thread. No, I know, but you just said that I said I'm going to miss Tom Petty so much. Here's an interview with him. He rocks. I didn't oh, say any of it. That, I was I was paraphrasing Abe Cannon because I know the way Abe thinks. How is that paraphrasing? This is a good interview. When, Pretty short, too. Finds videos, it means that he's automatically in his YouTube vortex. <laughs> Therefore, we're going to get nothing but videos and, and past times of Tom Petty with Abe Cannon. And then the Tom Petty video I posted is actually a cool video. It was pouring rain during that Wrigley Field concert. That's the kind of stuff you should share when someone dies. No. The kind of information I share is that they're dead. <laughs> no, it's official. I my hands with them and I never listen to them again. So you did you have and be honest did you have the text or the uh, the Facebook message did you have it as a draft in your notes ready to go? Well, no, because I posted the picture. So I waited until I saw the actual uh, TMZ Tom Petty dead, and I screenshot that bitch. Oh my god! I just, someone just sent me a picture of that shooter dead. Really? Oh my god! That's gross. Well, he killed himself, right? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh. 
That is graphic. <laughs> Man. Yeah, cool. Well, send that this way. You want to see it? Send it on over. Wow, it's like he shot himself in the mouth, it looks like. I'm not yeah. going to share this anywhere, but if anyone wants to see it, I'm sure you could just type in shooter dead. It's him with a, a ton of bullets around him. Base, I just sent it to you if you want to take a look. Wow. That's graphic. But anyways, Base, I don't think people are uh, are, are, are waiting for you to drop the news. Hey, you might not be, but others <laughs> are. I am curious if, if anyone listening gets any news from Base, if you could let me know. Just hit me up in any, you know, any of the avenues where you would hit people up. Abe, I don't know if you know this, but I am must-see, must-listen to on a daily basis. <laughs> Did you see that um, Tom Petty's daughter went nuts on Rolling Stone for reporting the news early? And not only that, but she went off on Rolling Stone, who was maybe the fourth source to say that he died. Yeah, like CBS said he died, and then they retracted yeah. it. Yes. CBS did. I think the Daily Mail did it. And then Rolling Stone was like the eighth one that I saw on Twitter. And that's the one she really took anger with. But hasn't Rolling Stone been really good to Tom Petty? Like all his hasn't albums. Rolling that... Stone been good to every musician, especially Tom Petty? Yeah, well, any, any artist like Tom Petty who's had a lot of albums that haven't had like tons of commercial success, but they've, they're those kind of albums that like anyone who reads Rolling Stone will be like, yeah, man, I got the new Petty. It's way better than Full Moon Fever, man. Way better. <laughs> no, but it's but it's but it's Rolling Stone. I mean, it's like the most reputable like rock publishing you could find. I mean, they do nothing but showcase. They don't do anything to like. They don't go out of their way to bash anybody. Yeah, they weren't trying to like get clicks from Tom Petty's death. They were just trying to let their their readers know that an icon who they talk about all the time died. And for his daughter's sake. We can all read between the lines when they say they took him off life support. His brain is dead. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. In other words, that he's dead for us to put the math together. Yeah, it's like, oh, he's going to be dead in a few minutes. I'm pretty sure he was dead when they found him. For the most part, I mean, if he has no brain activity, he's basically just breathing until his body just gives out. It didn't take long. The LAPD apologized because they're the ones that said it. And they, they found him dead. So it's not as if they said anything wrong. They just didn't have the permission to give the actual, like, confirmation that people wanted. But they said he was dead. He was dead. So if you're a news source, is there a more reputable place to confirm something than the LAPD? Like, if the LAPD not, says... Not just LAPD, but the people that were on the scene. <laughs> they were there. Yeah, but, I mean, if the LAPD puts it out and then Rolling Stone picks that up and says, oh... The LAPD says Tom Petty's dead. Could you find a better source? I'm saying, like, it's not like one of those websites that talk about like how um, how the shooter was Muslim or something. You know, oh, the, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. ridiculous websites where it's like, uh, uh, like, like the Drudge or not Drudge, but something like that. But yeah, we have to go to like Snopes to find out if it's real or not. Yeah, but the website is just it's it's a website like that talking about the same kind of stuff, but it's called like you know, truepatriot.org or something. like <laughs> The Breitbart stuff? Yeah, like Breitbart, but not even Breitbart, like even less reputable. Like some guy like, oh, this is Janus, uh, janusreed.edu, and this is a like a, a far right-wing website where we, we talk about how the shooter was Muslim and his, his girlfriend was Muslim and he, he was a Bernie Sanders supporter and stuff. 
like those kind of websites. Like there's yeah. just no like this is the LAPD. Like you could trust if the LAPD says someone's dead. Dude, I learned when I when I did traffic a long time ago for for radio stations. If the cops told me the person was dead on the scene, I didn't wait for the news for the press release. I just said, watch out on the inbound side of the Kennedy. There's a fatality. The cop yeah. is there. Yeah. You'll see the tarp over the guy. You'll know. <laughs> He's in a body bag. Yeah. There's literally a fence off with tarp around the around him. You'll see it. You know what I thought was great about Tom Petty? His final tweet was, thanks to everyone for supporting us for the last 40 years. Without you, there'd be no us. And that's at hashtag Tom Petty Heartbreakers 40. See, it's a TPHB 40. Like, that is a great... Remember how I always talked about what your final text would be? Or your final tweet, yeah. I mean. That was his final tweet. It was it was let, let's see let's see what both of our final tweets would be right now. <laughs> Cause you're driving right now. You could I die. Already, I already know what mine is. I'm, in I'm a, embarrassed by it. Hang on, don't change it. I want I want to read it. I I'm driving. There's no I'm not changing anything. Okay. Because you're driving, you could die. I'm sitting here the in a only, building, I could thing, die. The only thing I'm gonna change is the look on my face and so my eyes are on the back of my head when you read it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> well, my I don't think mine's any better. Hang on. If I die right now, my final tweet is... Let me guess. Tom Petty was cool. Oh, wait. It is about Tom Petty. I said, just came across this video pouring rain during Tom Petty's final Chicago show at Wrigley. And that's a video. Okay. So I'm talking about Tom Petty. I guess it's... The last one before that, I said, you'll know which of your friends are assholes based on if they complain about something that happens on Curb Your Enthusiasm tonight. <laughs> So that's like technically my last. That's my last one. What's your handle base? Is it base on air? It is base on air. By the way, Kirby enthusiasm was hilarious. It was. It was really good. I liked it. It, it took me a minute to adjust to Larry David, who looks so much older. But once I, I adjusted, it took me a minute to adjust because the first scene was him naked showering. <laughs> I know. He looked like a little frail bird, didn't he? Yeah, he's very skinny. Oh, here's your last tweet, base. Now it's official. Hashtag R.I.P. Hashtag Tom Petty. Glad I got to see him at least once. Greatest concert I EVE saw. Hands down! Exclamation point. Hashtag Tom Petty. Wow. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess when you tweet at somebody, it doesn't always post it. Oh! 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 Don McLean online. Happy birthday from one of the driest levies. Thank you for making my name immortal. <laughs> I told you it was going to be mighty embarrassing. But, but base, what's with all the exclamation points? Now it's official, exclamation point. Hashtag oh, RIP. Oh, oh, oh. Hashtag know, Tom I Petty. Exclamation. I know you're not the one complaining about too many exclamations. No, but when you're reporting a death, you say, here, let me, let me read it the way, because let me read it the way it's written out with the exclamation. Now it's official. Hashtag RIP. Hashtag Tom Petty. Glad I got to see him at least once. Greatest concert I ever saw, hands down! Well, <laughs> it sounds a lot more different when you say it out loud, I guess. <laughs> you probably could have used periods. When reporting yeah. a death, you shouldn't have... Because exclamation means like you're excited. No, it means I'm yelling it for people to know. Now it's official. <laughs> I could stop getting into this whole argument. Now it's official, he's dead. But you even put an exclamation point after your two hashtags. Hashtag John Petty. <laughs> I got a little trigger happy. What can you say?
Could you imagine if you died and you were like talking to a porn star on Twitter for your final tweet? Like, hey, uh, what's that link again to your Amazon wish list? What's that? Yeah, what's that? Uh, what's that one movie where there's seven dicks inside of you at once? <laughs> Although I do, I've always wanted to ask you about this. There are times where you don't post anything on social media, and then it seems like. All of a sudden, you have diarrhea of the fingers, and there's like about 40 text messages or tweets or Facebook posts at once. It's always uh, things like you just said. You know, if your friends are really assholes, <laughs> they post stuff about Kirby Enthusiasm. It's like, Hulk Hogan definitely was the greatest of all time. I don't think, I, I don't think I've ever written that. Any friend that grew up with you and said they loved The Undertaker before Stone Cold didn't know anything about wrestling. I don't think I've ever put it's, stuff like that, but I understand what you're saying. But all of a sudden, it's just like a blitzkrieg of just a million tweets of like of uh, your uh, your not religious commandments. Just they just come right out all of a sudden. Yeah, every once in a while, I'll get a lot of thoughts in my head, and I'm like, I'll just tweet these now. <laughs> what well, do you do? You like you put even, it- you don't even wait to spread them out. You're just gonna hammer them down. Well, I mean, it's not like I'm well, like it's not like my Twitter page is like some kind of job where it's like, oh man, I don't want to waste this great content. <laughs> like, is that what you do, base? Like, if you have two good things, you'll you'll wait and spread them out. No, I usually don't have two great things at once. Usually, I have one good week and I put that down. Well, I will say, I will say for on on your behalf, it is a lot more entertaining because people that are right now that are obsessed with politics, like no matter what happens, like you can see that every thirty seconds they are posting articles, no matter which side of the fence, if it's Republican. It's like, see, Democrats have been racist. They were originally the slave owners. And then the Democrats are the ones that are going, you know, I can't believe how embarrassed I am of this country. And then there's, you can literally look at their feed, and it always says, like, just now, just now, just now. And all of a sudden, I look at you, and it's like, Transformers was the greatest cartoon of all time when I was a kid. And then the next one is, Mayo is good on everything. <laughs> And then I'm like, oh, thank God, it's like a, it's like a cleanser. You know, I, 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 I've put some political things on Facebook, but I'm really trying not to put anything because I notice I'll post something. I never, I never reply to any of the comments because, to be honest, I don't see them a lot of the time. Like, and before you know it, there'll be 150 comments underneath your post, and it's two guys arguing for like three days with each other. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like one guy. So I'll put something political, and then some Republican guy will say. Learn to love it or leave it. Something stupid yeah. like that. And then some guy will call him a moron. And then they'll be arguing for literally three hours. And then it goes on to the next day. And and, and I don't. A, and then it's a contest of who can uh, of who can out meme each other and who can out <laughs> show articles to each other and out and 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 go to the distance before you know it, they're like they're they're mortal enemies. They don't even know each other. And, and, and the bottom line is, I really don't care about anyone's political beliefs. Like no no like. Whatever they put, it doesn't. It's not going to make me love Trump. No, it's not like, going to. It's not going to register with you. Yeah, so I don't care. So, so, so that's why I feel the same way. Like if I'm putting anti-Trump stuff, I'm sure the people who love Trump, they 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 don't care anyway. And and and, and no. it, it just goes for and that's anything. That's why I don't think radio should talk about politics at all because the people who love what you're talking about, it's not like they're gonna like grow another lit like they're not going to have some kind of twin that comes out of their stomach and now you have two well, new you're, listeners you're talking about a show that doesn't normally talk about politics right well i'm saying i'm well i mean if you work at a political station whatever 
But I'm saying if you work anywhere else, I, I think it's it's dumb to mention. And it's, it's funny because Howard Stern actually had Whitney come or uh, Sarah Silverman on the show, and she was telling him, "Howard, I need you to be more political. I need you to stand up." But it's like, why? Why would he? Like he's funny. He doesn't need to sit there and do politics. And it's funny because exactly. when when I heard him talking about the shooter today, I was laughing. Like he did it in a funny way. So there's there's ways there's ways to make everything funny. But when you take it into that dark. Even even if you're, I don't even like listening to uh, liberal people talk about their point over and over. Like if I, 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 I wish I wish there was a social media that was only for politics. That way, I, if I go on Facebook, I don't have to see it anymore. That, that's a good much. idea, base. Spending way too much too much time on social media just getting out their opinions and thoughts, and I don't. I want to block all of them. I don't want to see any of it. Hang on, before I say the name of this website, I want to see if it's available. And then if it is, I'm going to buy it and then I'm going to bring it up. Hang on. Oh, damn. I was going to put in socialwarfare.com, but that's taken. <laughs> that's good. It's kind of a long name anyway. I, I first put warfare.com. Let's see, political warfare. Yes, politicalwarfare.com is available for $4,100. Oh, it's on sale. What does that mean when it says it's a it's a premium domain? How is political? I have no, I, I have no idea. I don't, I don't. I hate stuff like that. It's either available or it's not. Like you can't just yeah. buy and up all the good. Available, shouldn't it just be the same price as every other GoDaddy one? So what does GoDaddy now buy up good domain names and then try to resell them? Is that what happens? I guess so. But is anybody out there going to go forty one hundred dollars? Yeah, why not? I'm feeling good about it. Well, I mean, if you really want to do a website called politicalwarfare.com, that's really cheap. I mean, if you think you can make some huge business out of it, but still. Yeah, well, by then, aren't you thinking of six different ways to save without having to spend forty one hundred dollars? I don't freaking domain name. Yeah, I mean, you'll come up with a different name anyway. And then when you fight, you, you know, like the UFC didn't own UFC.com for like 10 years. Really? Yeah, and it was UFC.tv for forever. And then they finally, I think when the company got so big, they finally paid the guy. Like he probably wanted like a million dollars or something. Yeah. And then after the worth, like after Dana White sold it for like a billion dollars, he's like, man, I should have asked for more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's funny because, you know, the whole time Dana White's like, we don't give a fuck. UFC.TV is great. Meanwhile, they're dying to get that domain name. They're all, of course they are. All right, but we just put it out. The price is $2 million. What do you, what do you want to do? You want, you want this or not? It would be nice, though. Like, wouldn't you love to own, like, foxnews.com or, like, you know, cbs.com or something? Or hbo.com yeah. or any of those. Netflix.com. My God, we only known back in the day that websites like that were going to be, you could just buy them up and people will buy them from you. I would have I would have spent my whole, my whole uh, teenage years buying it. Well, Netflix was like a made-up name. Like, can you imagine if I already own Netflix.com? Oh, like, why do you have Netflix? <laughs> we just thought of this. Why do you own Netflix.com? Like, are you from the future? <laughs> Yes, I am from the future. My my first name is YouTube. Yeah, exactly. But you know what? If if we had that capability of, of seeing into the future, I don't think I'd be worried about buying domain names. I'd be buying like Apple stock. Hey, if you and I could see into the future, don't you think we'd go to Vegas and hit every sports book and go, here's who's winning every Super Bowl for the next 50 oh. years? We'd we'd put we'd put every dollar we can on Lennox Lewis or on uh, Buster Douglas. That that would kick things off. <laughs> yes, Buster Douglas. We immensely. We'd put every dollar we had on that. Like, because at some point we'd have to get money going, right? Because you and I, it's not like we're going to get loans for like 
no one's going to give us a loan for a million dollars, right? No. So to get started, I think we'd have to take every dollar we could put together and put it on Buster Douglas to beat Mike Tyson by knockout. That yep. would just get the ball in rolling. The, in the ninth round. Oh, that would, can you imagine that if you pick Buster Douglas? That would, that, would be, that would be the trifecta of trifectas. These two guys without social security cards, Dan Levy and Abe Cannon, <laughs> just bet. They just bet forty six thousand dollars. The only ones to claim this money are two eight year olds, one in Chicago <laughs> and one in Hartford, Connecticut, yeah. who don't even know each other at this time. But they were able to put a bet into Vegas. So they were they were able to place a wager for not one bet but all three. The problem is, I know I would forget what happened in some games, and I'd put like millions of dollars on. Like, I wouldn't remember that the Bulls won the championship in, like, six games. I'm like, they won in five that year, and then I lose all my money anyway. Damn. Damn. <laughs> There's not many up. I mean, like, Ronda Rousey losing to Holly Holm, you could make money. But, I mean. Yeah, but not as much as you would off that Tyson fight. Yeah, like, can you imagine what the odds were on that? Like, isn't Tyson, I think I have to say, was, like, the biggest upset of all time, right? Or when when George St. Pierre got knocked out by Matt Serra. But I, I don't, let's see. What was the Mike Tyson, uh, Buster there Douglas? There is no other sports upset than Mike Tyson. Let's see what the line was on that. Uh, let's see. It's kind of hard to find out. With oh, he was. A, oh my God, is that true? He was a forty-two to one underdog. Holy, Holy shit! Wow! Wow! Forty-two to one. Just just a win. And that doesn't even mean the other two bets that you and I would have put in for it. So $100 would have paid $4,200. Yeah. Holy and then you and I would have shit. paid out by knockout. And then you and I would have put down in the ninth round. So $1,000 just off him winning would pay $42,000. Holy shit. So if, let's say we were able to put together 20000 Just off the bat, we'd have $880,000 just to play with. That That's our first bet. Then you're then we're saying by knockout, and then the knockout bet would probably pay like what a million to one, <laughs> and then the ninth round that would pay ten million like to one. Time Mike Tyson never even went past a third round. We could probably just get rich off that one fight. Rich, you and I could probably own Mandalay Bay at the end of that fight. You don't be fucked up though if like we went back and then Tyson knocked him out. <laughs> it just it just changed history because <laughs> you know that could happen. I mean, if we went back. I mean, would you if they fought again after that? I I wouldn't put money on Buster Douglas. I'd put money on Tyson yeah, for the remake. If if you and I went back in time, it would be like one of those things like in Back to the Future where I actually step on a rock that I wasn't supposed to. Yeah, exactly. And then that would change the course of the whole thing. Oh fuck! Well, while I'm here, I, I might as well get some Apple stock <laughs> and Amazon. I have a feeling about Amazon. And you know, we'd make some really shady deals to get the cash up front, like with some kind of bookie or something. Like, hey, can you just... You and I would be plotting how to rob a bank. <laughs> Why would you do that? We have all the information. We'd be, we'd be eight years old, man. No, no, no. We're going back as our current selves. It's oh, like, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant like as a kid. Oh, yeah. Yes. But, I mean, wh- wh- we don't need to do anything illegal. We'd be known as the greatest gamblers ever. We would actually That's move true. the odds. It's like in in, um, in Casino. I don't know if I'd be able to hold that secret, but I don't think anybody would believe us if they said, how did you guys know? It'd be like, we're from the future. <laughs> yeah, no one would believe us anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if somebody said that? Like and if it, something happened like, oh, my God, you just won 
the 750 million Powerball, how did you do it? What numbers did you use? You go, it's easy. I'm from the future. <laughs> See, the problem is we don't know. Because, I mean, like, let's say we immediately went back right now. We wouldn't know any Powerball numbers or anything. Yeah, so we, the best way for us to make money is off sports because we, we have a good knowledge of stuff that happened. Right. But, I mean... Well, it wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt to do a little perusing of Google before you and I hit that button on the time machine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give, like, me, give me 10 minutes on a search engine or two, and I'll, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure, sure you and I can make enough money to have uh, our grandkids' grandkids never work again. That would be interesting, like, if we could study before we go back. I mean, since we have a good history of sports, I think that's the best way to go. But, like, yeah. could you imagine studying some lotto numbers and stuff? Lotto numbers. Well, we'd we'd be able to put money on the on the stock market for Apple. Oh, I'd definitely do that. I'd put every dollar on Apple. I'd just keep putting money on Apple and Amazon. But can you imagine? So we go, <laughs> so we go back to the future, right? Let's okay. Let's say we put together fifty k in cash, right? Yeah. We put forty thousand on on Buster Douglas, and we put ten thousand in Apple stock. Can you imagine if we're at the and fight? Then, and, and then, Abe, what I would do, I would give it. To, I'd go whatever whatever else Steve Jobs comes up with the next. 20 years, there you go. Well, no, but that's what I was going to say. So we're at the fight, and Steve Jobs is at the fight, and Steve Jobs gets <laughs> shot in the head, and then Mike Tyson, uh, or Buster Douglas, looks over when, t- when when Steve Jobs gets shot in the head, and then Mike Tyson knocks him out, and it changes everything. Or it's one of those things where uh, when Buster Douglas is walking down, and he trips over my leg and busts his ankle. Yeah, and, he break- and then he gets knocked out in 30 seconds. Yeah. Whoops. And then instead of being geniuses, we're on TV. They're like, these two morons put $40,000 on Buster Douglas to win the ninth round by KO. What were you guys thinking? <laughs> Easy. We're from the future. I mean, would even even if you're in the mob, would you make that bet? Because doesn't it just look too obvious? If you put Buster Douglas knockout in the ninth. And let and let it ride on that exact. Yeah, we would look, it would look really ridiculous. Yeah, like any any great mobster would say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, calm down there. You know, you know, you're getting a little too, uh, you're getting a little too greedy. No, but then huh? they would go, wait, wait. What do you guys know that we don't know? Then the odds would change. See, that's the problem. As soon as we won the million dollars off Buster Douglas, we'd be, we'd be on our knees in some cornfield with a gun to our head. Yeah. Tell us what the that'd fuck be, you I know. Would have, I would have, I would have a rack in my mouth going, "We're from the future." Yeah. Who's your boss? Who's your fucking boss? I'll blow your fucking head off, you motherfucker! Who's your fucking boss? You piece of shit. We're from the future. You say, wait, if you're from the future, then who's the president? Donald Trump. Frankie, pull out your dick. If you say you're from the future again, Frankie's going to shove his cock down your fucking throat. (laughs) You piece of shit, motherfucker. (laughs) But no, really, we're from the... (laughs) Now now Frankie's dick's in your mouth. If you future then you should have saw this dick in your mouth before you came here don't you think (laughs) but honestly if we went back to the to the past we would fuck everything up somehow oh god yes because everything would if if mike tyson knocks out buster douglas history's different if you and i went to the past and we found ourselves in vegas you'd be you'd probably sign yourself up for like some sort of 18 hour poker thing where we wouldn't be able to get the money in time to make theater Oh yeah, you're right. Exactly. I, I'd forget to put the bet in because I'm playing poker. Yeah, I, dude, I, I'm 
I'm, I'm, I'm almost. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna clean up on the river here, dude. We just missed the window. Yeah, we have to bet. I'm like, no, we'll put in the next bet. We're like, that's our opportunity because it's like it's not like we're gonna remember every World Series game. So like, we'd have to really hit big on certain games. Like for instance, we know that the Bills are gonna lose every Super Bowl, but do we don't. Do we know the spreads? Do we know the final scores? I don't remember any of that. I, I don't remember any of that. So what are we gonna bet money lines? So we're gonna have to have big amounts of cash. To, to, I to win. The Denver Nuggets being the Supersonics in the first round of the NBA playoffs one year. <laughs> but you know, we'd put the bet in. We're like, oh, wait, that was actually 94, not 93. <laughs> Shit. I do remember when the Orlando Magic eliminated the Bulls in the playoffs when they put Horace Grant up on their shoulders. But I don't remember. Was it was a game five, game six. I don't remember. I don't remember that either. See, that's what I sucks. What like that was. I just remember they did that. And you know, whoever let us go back to the past, we wouldn't be able to take notes with us. Like we wouldn't have that book that Biff had. True, but we'd have an iPhone. But whether or not it would work, that's the other question. Well, it wouldn't it? Wouldn't work. There'd be no. See that 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 that, that sucks too. The internet didn't even exist then. I don't know how to book a flight without the internet. <laughs> you have to you have to call the airline and go. I'll take it. Is that what you had to do? You had to just call a travel like. You'd have to actually call, call them, a travel agent, or you uh, call the airline itself. Doesn't that seem hard now? Like, what do you ask them when the times are and stuff? Well, you'd have to call a travel agent. They'd have to work everything out for you. And where do they have their information? Are is it on a computer? I. That's a good question. I don't know. Like, do they have pamphlets? That's and how do you know if, if flights get canceled? Do they call you? Well, I think no. That's when you had to go to the airport and find out. I mean, I'm. You and I are at the age where we got to live before technology, like before yeah. iPhones, before cell phones, before everything. But, before the internet. But we never, my mom and I, we, I, the first time I was ever on a plane was when I was like 21 years old and I went to Dallas with Q101. Really? So, yeah, so I, I was never on a plane before that, so I didn't know anything about traveling. So I that, that I, I never even thought about. That, but I don't, I, I don't remember how it, was, how it went down. If someone could let me know how traveling happened back then. Because <laughs> it's it sounds could you imagine not knowing everything? Like we know everything, we know the times of everything, we know exactly when how much money well, something costs. Well, that's why arguments used to be so much better back in the day cuz you couldn't just go look it up on your phone and get the answer. Yeah, that, you, you could be a complete bullshitter. Argue, you could argue a stat like no, 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 no. Magic Johnson averaged 28 points a game. No. He averaged 18 assists, not 25. You're right. The internet has ruined arguing. It really has. You used to have the best arguments ever. Now now if someone says, no, uh, Carl Malone won the scoring title in 96, you just show him the stat, and he's like, oh. Oh, oh that's remember, right. Remember the joy of spending two weeks trying to think of the song that's in your head? Oh, yeah. Now you could Shazam it or whatever. And look up the Shazam lyrics. Go, oh, yeah, that's the song. Or you Google the the... the the two words that you know of the song, and then it just pops up. Exactly. Now you're right. Back then, it's like you're 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 at the library or something. Yeah, the library. You're like, oh, please let me come on the radio one more time and say the name. Remember, you couldn't even like cheat on papers. Like you'd have to look in encyclopedias and stuff. Yup. And and the teachers made you do a, a bibliography. We were like, yeah, oh, I got. Remember the Dewey Decimal System? Or do you remember you'd have to go to that thing in the library and look at old newspapers? Yeah, it was stupid. Weird, like machine. Did you you didn't see the movie It? Did you? No, I did not. Okay, because the little kid is actually in the the fat little kid is actually in the library, looking up old stories like that. In the newspaper or like yeah, the, he's, uh, 
He's looking through a book that has like old newspaper articles and stuff. God. But it just seems so foreign to me to do any of that. I agree. I base, let's wrap it up, but before we wrap it up, I want to have people email me or message us on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. How did you travel before the internet? Because I never traveled. And base, you also want people to uh, email and let you know if they ever found out any kind of death information from you? Yes, if I've been your source for, for celebrity death. Give us all that information and we will holla next week. See ya! Thank you, Abe, for all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.